I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. I don't know why I wanted to sing it higher than now usual. Now a higher key. <laughs> uh, How are you? You doing good? We're here. Yeah. We're, we're here. We're queer. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> Um, da, 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 da. anything we need to tell the people before we get started today? Um, if you haven't been here before, go to our Instagram at this podcast doesn't exist. Click the link in our bio and it will take you to our link tree where you can download our bingo card or go directly to where our podcast is on various podcast hosting websites like Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff, where you can rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast to make sure that you know that we are happening. And then if you have anything to say to us, um, or if you, you know, have a diner order, or have what you listen to on the middle school bus, because only one person has said what they listen to on the middle school bus. Thank you, Emily Dallas. Yeah, thanks, Dallas. Then you should send those in to this podcast doesn't exist at gmail.com and we will read them and maybe listen to them maybe not and you know what else they should send us in our dms or our email emma what they should send us their favorite moments from episodes so that we know what to turn into tiktok yeah we're on tiktok and because we are great at marketing ding (laughs) um it is at this podcast doesn't exist on TikTok, so we're fairly easy to find everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. It's all the same everywhere. Yeah. So, great. Hopefully cool. by this time there will be a couple more TikToks up, but I'm working hard, you guys. I'm working hard. And I put hashtags on things. I help. She's the marketer. I'm just the content creator for TikTok. She does all the editing. I just show up and post things. <laughs> it's very helpful, though, because I genuinely don't know how to do that. I was, I literally asked Shannon, what do I hashtag? We're all just figuring it out as we go along. But thanks for being here. Emma, thank you for being here. I'm excited. Great. (laughs) Here we go. I literally wrote in my notes, this intro is a little convoluted, but just go with me. Okay. Because you know me, I gotta have a bit. I know. I gotta have a gimmick. Do you, do you think I need to strap in or buckle in or? Ah, no, I think you'll be okay. Just maybe watch your footing. Freewheeling? Um, sure. Okay. Should I, I, never mind. I was gonna (laughs) say, should I strap myself to someone else? But that doesn't sound That doesn't seem safe. Yeah. I would not recommend that. All right. Emma? Yeah? Can you name me a few things that we know and love about Canada? Uh, moose. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mounties. Mm-hmm. Um, maple syrup. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they tack. Mm-hmm. Um, Newfoundland. Mm-hmm. Because I love Newfoundland. Come From Away, which is a musical that everyone should see because it is brilliant. They're filming it. I am so it's excited. It's out this fall. I am so excited. Um, lots of snow. Um, and the Ice uh, Hotel in Quebec. Great. Also, well, everyone in Quebec is absolutely gorgeous, and no one can tell me otherwise. Like, it's just, it, it's apparently very true. All of the men are beautiful. Sorry, Jasper. They are. <laughs> Great. Good job. Thanks. Honorable mentions. The drag queen, Brooklyn Heights. Okay. The culinary masterpiece that is poutine. Yes! I forgot! Poutine! And Justin Trudeau's swooshy hair. Oh, yeah. Justin Trudeau. Coming out of a cave shirtless. You don't remember that? (laughs) No. Oh, never mind. (laughs) All right. But anyway, those are all lovely things that we uh, appreciate about Canada. Something that I now love about Canada that you probably wouldn't expect. A hoard of buried treasure. Yay! Oh, this is the most you episode ever. I know. I, I took a little a couple steps into the creepy woods with the, my last episode, and I'm just back where yeah, I belong. Back, back where you belong. Absolutely. I'm so excited. <laughs> so today, I'll be telling you about the so-called money pit of Oak Island. Oh, Oak Island! I know this! <laughs> Go! <laughs> 
And I said, get ready for bingo because there are way more bingo squares than you might expect throughout this story. Just to clarify, I don't know know the story, but I have heard of it. It was on a BuzzFeed listicle. Yeah. Also, there's a there's a Netflix documentary something oh. or other, I think. Or it's like a travel channel something or other. I don't remember. But we should watch it. Because I haven't seen it yet. I've just seen the picture of it. Great. So here's a bit about the original backstory as far back as we know. Located on the south shore of Nova Scotia, Canada. Nova Scotia. Nova Scotia. Oak Island has intrigued treasure hunters for over 200 years. The island was first settled, and I added this caveat, by Westerners in 1761. Early legends, told by word of mouth, suggested that the notorious 17th century Scottish pirate Captain Kidd had left loot behind on the island. This supposedly came from an elderly sailor who confessed on his deathbed to being a former member of Kidd's crew. He alleged that around two million pounds, as in British currency, because initially I was like, wait. (laughs) (laughs) That's really heavy. Um, How do you know it's that heavy? (laughs) That around two million pounds of treasure are buried somewhere on the island. Uh, The first, more serious, and relatively well-documented account... um, Not that it was written about at that time, but later people heard about it and wrote the stories down. Like the Gospels. (laughs) Sure. Sorry, that was was an unintentional dig at Christianity, so (laughs) I didn't mean to do that. (laughs) Boop, boop, boop. Uh, But this first account comes from 19... uh, Nope. 1996. (laughs) 1795, but some sources say 1799, so... And apparently Great. some sources say 1996. And I say <laughs> it happened two weeks ago. Um, yeah, 1996 was two weeks ago. <laughs> no, you say 1996. I say 2021. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, Daniel McGinnis finds an oval-shaped depression in the earth and, recalling this pirate legend, decides to investigate. In some accounts... He's described as a teenager who's out with a couple friends fishing. And in others, he's described as a farmer scoping out land on which to build. Okay. In either case, he seeks out assistance uh, with the digging as he decides to investigate. They So they start digging in this area and they discover a layer of flagstones two feet below the surface under which was discovered. A man-made shaft featuring wooden platforms every 10 feet down. Whoa, whoa, whoa. To the 30-foot level of depth. And the accounts of the time and these events also mention tool marks or pick scrapes on the walls of the pit. The earth was noticeably loose, but not as hard-packed as the surrounding soil. Allegedly, this first dig stopped at the 30-foot mark because they uh, felt a suspicious or a sinister sense. Uh, They were possibly afraid of a curse, so they stopped. Uh, I mean, totally fair. Also, at that point, I would be totally afraid of something caving in on me, even if it's just like a pit straight down. Like, you knock something off a little bit and it's like, and you're gone. But, so, okay, just for clarification, Mm -hmm. it's a 30-foot pit that they've dug Mm -hmm. um, back up, because it was at one point also 30 feet, in order to put in, like, slabs of of wood. Not slab. Well, like, like, so so they started digging, and there were, the way I understand it, obviously there are no images. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So this oval depression, they go two feet down, there's a layer of flagstones. When they move those flagstones, I got the impression that it was kind of like, like almost a circle of wood. So it wasn't like a solid platform that they had to like pull up boards to keep digging down, but it was like clearly there had been some sort of system to keep the structure of the chute. Okay. So think of it less as platforms as more as like infrastructure. Okay. Every 10 feet down. So kind of like scaffolding try... underground. Yes. Scaffolding. Okay. Ding, ding, ding. Okay. 
Then I'm, I'm there. Okay. Great. Great. So some articles from the 1850s claimed that eight years after McGinnis, another group called the Onslow Company came to the island to dig in the same place. They managed to dig down to 90 feet. In addition to the logs slash platform slash, you know, scaffolding at the 10-foot intervals, they also noticed layers of charcoal, putty, and coconut fiber. And coconut fibers, you might think, oh, not a big deal. Except that the nearest coconut trees were 1,500 miles away. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So some believe that's such a... That's such a faraway coconut! Yes. And I mean, coconuts can float. That's their whole situation. Yeah. Other than, like, killing people. (laughs) So some believe that the fibers of these coconuts could have been used to create rope to lower treasure down the chute. But then maybe the ropes got left and they disintegrated and it was just a pile of coconut fluff. Coconut fluff. Um, okay. I'm trying to imagine a coconut. I know this is not important. I understand that this is so not important. Okay. However, I'm trying to imagine a coconut mm-hmm. and the fibers on a coconut, like how long are they that you could make a rope out of them? Well, I assume there's some braiding and some... No, I know. Yeah, no, I get that. But like in my brain, I'm like, there's a lot of... Well, I don't know if there's a lot of other things that you could make a rope from. Never mind. That was so unimportant. My brain was just like, I I don't encounter coconuts all that often. I don't. I don't like them. I'm allergic. So it's like, nope. (laughs) Sorry. We can move on. All right. (laughs) The Onslow Company's biggest discovery was a large stone with carved symbols. Some people tried to decode the symbols and came up with all kinds of solutions. Of course. In 1951, explorer and historian Edward Rowe Snow translated them to mean, quote, 40 feet below, 2 million pounds lie buried. Uh, To which I wrote, how convenient. Right? Yeah. (laughs) So we'll come back. We'll come back to the stone. Okay. At a later point. The Onslow Company stopped their excavations after the pit was flooded up to the 33-foot level. The alleged excavation, because, again, these we don't have any strict documents for. So these first accounts are all kind of like, well, we think this company came at these times. Um, The alleged excavation was eventually abandoned after workers attempted to recover the treasure from below by digging a tunnel from a second shaft that also flooded. Okay. This, however, did not stop other people from trying to dig all the way down. And then I wrote, and now for some technical facts from our beloved mother source, Wikipedia. Wikipedia. So this whole section is just a copy and paste. Thank you, Wikipedia. Thank you. Donate if you can. The last major company, and I love this, of the unpublished era was called the Truro Company and was allegedly formed in 1849 by investors. The pit was re-excavated down to the 86-foot mark, but ended up flooding again. It was then decided to drill five boreholes using a pod auger into the original shaft. The auger passed through a spruce platform at 98 feet, then hit layers of oak, something described as, quote, metal in pieces, another spruce layer, and clay For seven feet. So at this point, we've gotten to an actual platform. Okay. The platform was hit twice. Each time, metal was brought to the surface, along with various other items, such as wood and coconut fiber. Another shaft was then dug 109 feet deep, northwest of the original shaft, and a tunnel was again branched off in an attempt to intersect the treasure. Once again, though, seawater flooded this new shaft. Workers then assumed that the water was connected to the sea as the now-flooded new pit rose and fell with each tide cycle. Oh, okay. Makes sense. Well, and it's we're on, on an island. I was going to say, we're on Nova Scotia, so it's... There we go. There's water underneath you. 
uh, the Truro Company shifted its resources to excavating a nearby cove known as Smith's Cove, where they found a flood tunnel system. When efforts failed to shut off the flood system, one final shaft was dug 118 feet deep, with the branched-off tunnel going under the original shaft. Sometime during the excavation of this new shaft, the bottom of the original shaft collapsed. That so there sense. were the, yeah. the platforms and the, you know, the clay and the wood, but you're digging under it, so it just collapsed. It, it was later speculated that the treasure had fallen through the new shaft into a deep void, causing the new shaft to flood as well. The Truro Company then ran out of funds and was dissolved sometime in 1851. I want to know how many people died trying to get this treasure. It's, okay, never mind. There's a statistic in here somewhere. All right, Just I'm, me. I'm excited. I'm not excited, but you know what I mean. Yes. So that was all Wikipedia. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, in 1861, a company called the Oak Island Association came to try their luck. Things also went wrong for them. I can imagine. Uh, while digging, we already talked about it, the bottom of the shaft had collapsed. Yep. The cavity that formed was either naturally formed or, as some people believe, a booby trap created intentionally to protect the hidden treasure. A person died during this excavation when the boiler of a pumping engine burst. Ooh. The association soon gave up and joined the ranks of those who had tried and failed to acquire the mysterious treasure of Oak Island. Like I, like they, you know, like I just mentioned, these repeated floods were viewed by the treasure hunters as purposely constructed booby traps. Although, like we were talking about, there are flood. There, you know, there are tunnel systems. It's perfectly natural to have caverns and tunnels around on an island by the yeah. ocean. But, you know, maybe, it could maybe be. not. We don't it know. It could be. So more attempts were made in the following years. 1866, 1893, 1909, 1931, 1935... 1936, and 1959. And then, <laughs> I think I chopped the year off of one of these, but one of these expeditions, uh, their excavation didn't reveal anything new except for one thing. After pouring red paint into the pit, they discovered three different exit channels or flood channels around oh. Oak Island. I was so, like, why would you do that? So then they could yeah, see yeah, 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 because yeah. it was flooded. So they were trying to see where the water connected. That's smart. I think that might have been the Oak Island Association. The one that was we just talked about. Yeah. Um, but with all of these different expeditions, excavations, I won't go super in depth. You can check the sh show notes if you'd like more info. But I did find it worth mentioning that the company running the excavation from 1866 into 1867 went by the Oak Island El Dorado Company. Nice. And it was like, but it was also called the Halifax Company. <laughs> I was like, but no. If you're no. going to be a treasure hunter, just lean in. Seriously. You know? Uh, so, from the beginning of the 19th century onward, many companies formed to begin their own digging expeditions in the pit, each discovering more, quote, evidence and attributing new theories to the region. Famous faces such as Errol Flynn, Ooh. John Wayne, and President Franklin D. Roosevelt Whoa. were at one point each involved in the hunt and held their own theories as to the pit's contents. What was John Wayne's theory? No clue? I didn't write it down. That's fair. FDR visited the 1909 excavation. Though nothing of interest was discovered, he did keep up with the explorations until his death in 1945. And then, interestingly, William Vincent Astor, <gasps> heir to the Astor family fortune after his father died on the Titanic, yeah. was a passive investor in digging for treasure on the island. So if you're looking for an old episode callback on your bingo card, there you go. Well, they had it with El Dorado, so. It's true. But, but in case they missed it. Yeah. But this is very interesting to me that, like, wealthy people are, like, 
I want to find treasure. I want to find something that isn't already mine, but is worth a lot. Here, here's some money. I want to money. feel like I've earned some money instead of just getting it from my daddy. That probably is it. I mean, I don't necessarily know, like, how old money works, but yeah. Any hoozles. And then I wrote, fast forward a bit to the mid-1900s. What a weird thing to say. <laughs> because it is the mid-1900s, but that just feels very That's, odd. Uh, no, I don't like it. <laughs> uh, Robert Rustall, his 18-year-old son and work partner, Carl Grazer came to Oak Island in 1959 after signing a contract with one of the property owners. In 1965, they tried to seal what was thought to be a storm drain in Smith's Cove and dug a shaft down to 27 feet. On August 17th, Restall was overcome by hydrogen sulfide fumes from an from a gasoline engine. Oh, no. His son then went down the shaft, but also lost consciousness. Oh, no. Grazer and two others, Cyril Hiltz and Andy DeMont, then attempted to save the two men. A visitor to the site, Edward White, had himself lowered on a rope into the shaft, was, but was able to bring out only DeMont. Rustle, his son, Grazer, and Hiltz all died. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. And I share this because there's a legend that has it that the treasure will be found when seven men have died looking for it. <gasps> so remember, We're, someone died earlier, yeah. and then um, four people died. Okay, so we're, we need two more. In January 1967, and I will caveat this with saying that this is the most, like, evil rich person sounding word. A syndicate. Oh, golly. (laughs) I had no no clue where you were going, but yes, you're right. Right. In January 1967, a syndicate was formed by four wealthy businessmen for exploration on Oak Island. Two years later, two of those partners formed Triton Alliance. Oh my gosh. After purchasing most of the island. Dang. Triton workers excavated a 235 feet shaft known as Borehole 10X and supported by a steel caisson to bedrock in 1971. So they're still digging. But this is not the original, like, pit. It, they've been digging holes around. So it's dig it oh, 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 dig it? Yeah. Okay. According to Triton, cameras lowered down the shaft into a cave recorded possible chests, human remains, wooden cribbing, and tools. However, the images were unclear and none of the claims have been independently confirmed. So there's a link in the show notes to a page that has a bunch of these photos. And they are all very blurry. Well, this is what, 1971? Yeah. But it feels to me, because I tried to look to see if any of them were worth putting on the Instagram, and it honestly feels like looking at an ultrasound if you have no idea what an ultrasound (laughs) is. You're just like, there's a lot of blobs everywhere. I don't know. (laughs) There might be a baby in there. I don't know. But then the most hilarious, and they have a whole page about this as well, which I highly recommend. But there's a very funny series of articles because some people on the dig looked at one of these photos and thought that the camera had captured an image of a severed hand. Ooh. And they, like, said so to the press. But then one of the more, like, technical workers on the project later shared (laughs) that a plastic hand had been dropped down the pit to test for water flow. Why a hand? Literally, I wrote so many questions. One, why would you think that a a historical severed hand would not have decomposed in water? Like, why would you think that it would just be there? And then two, why is a fake Why is this your test flotation device? Right? But then imagine you're just, like, in a kayak, like, out in the ocean part (laughs) of the island, and then, like, you see, like, a float. What? Terrifying. 
terrifying. Disembodied pieces are just absolutely terrifying. It's like when people have, like, a mannequin in, in their no. car. You, like, get in the parking garage and you look over. You're like, ah! that literally happened to me. It Wait, was really? Yes. I sent a Snapchat. Oh, that's right. It was, like, a skeleton, not a mannequin. It wasn't a mannequin, but, but yeah. It was, I, like, it, was during, it was during October, too. Yeah, and I looked over and alone in my car, no filming happening, I went, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, what is that? <laughs> Too much. <laughs> so anyway, there was not actually a severed hand. Which I'm makes pretty sure. total sense that there wouldn't be an actual severed hand. Yes. Unless she thought it was Thing from the Adams Family. Just hanging Just out. Just hanging out. On vacay. Uh, but anyway, so this, this shaft later collapsed and the excavation was again abandoned. Uh, the shaft was later redug to 181 feet, reaching the bedrock, but work was halted Due to lack of funds and the collapse of the part partnership. Wow. And then this is just hilarious to me. Divers were sent to the bottom of borehole 10X, so this shaft, um, which I guess they redug it to 181 feet, but it flooded again. So divers were sent to the bottom. They found no artifacts, so they did not find a hand or a chest or anything. There, uh, if they went down this hole, did it attach to other tunnels? I'm not sure. Okay. There's a lot of different tunnels and... That's fair. They're all named and... weird, like, borehole I'm sure. I'm sure there's, like, a map that, like, of what all is connected, but... It was announced in April 2006 that brothers Rick and Marty Lagina of Michigan had purchased 50% of Oak Island tours. Their digs and excavations are featured in a history channel show titled The Curse of Oak Island. Yeah. It began in 2014 and is now in its eighth season. This so okay, that uh, you know how in every episode of something that is usually on the history channel, the vi like right before the commercial break It'll be like, whoa, 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 wait, stop! And it's like, to get you to come back after the commercials. How many times have they had to fake that? I don't know, Emma, but we could find out because there are, as of this recording, 136 episodes. Okay, no, I think I, I want to watch the most recent and that's where I'm, I'm good. Well, they just started season eight, okay. so. Alrighty, so now we're going to get into some treasure theories. <laughs> what people think is under there and what's also been found basically this whole section i am summarizing and mushing together two different listicles from the history channel that are about this television show go ahead though so <laughs> i titled this section theories parentheses but also evidence because they found evidence for some of these so it just made sense to put it all together yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. rather than looping back and Emma, if you didn't want to watch all 136 episodes, I don't. Some of these do give episode numbers <gasps> of where things are discussed. Oh, all right. I'm into that. So in season four, episode seven, Ooh. titled All That Glitters, Rick and Marty, which is so close to Rick and Morty, which yeah. makes me laugh, <laughs> uh, consulted with, auth with author Randall Sullivan who believes the treasure comes from Captain Kidd's final pirate raid on a Spanish galleon. And in season one, episode four, titled The Secret of Solomon's Temple, Oh wow! the brothers met with a Freemason named Peter Amundsen. Oh, that's incorrect. Sorry, Peter. But also it's Peter with two T's. Anyway, pet, there's your pet Peter. 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 Uh, there's your mispronunciation bingo card. Sorry. Anyway, this guy believes secret codes were placed in the works of William Shakespeare. Oh but, my gosh! <laughs> but not necessarily by the author himself, pointing to Knight's Templar treasure buried on the island. Wait, 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 wait. So, I'm sorry. I, I, I just need to dissect this mm -hmm. for a second. William Shakespeare... If he truly is just one person, wrote his plays, but in his plays are clues to what's on the island of Nova Scotia, and he didn't know that there were clues in his in his writing. 
Or is it that Captain Kidd read Shakespeare and was like, I'm going to use these, like, markers to be like, yep, that matches this when he got to Nova Scotia? Those are two different theories. Okay. Two different episodes of the show. Okay. Sorry, did I interrupt your... (laughs) She hates when I do this, you guys. Yeah, because my next line is, speaking of Shakespeare... Emma, remember our buddy Sir Francis Bacon? Yeah. Evidence from a piece of parchment paper, or just parchment, I suppose, uncovered from within the money pit has given rise to the theory that Bacon's original manuscripts lie under Oak Island. Whoa. The Oak Island Treasure Company was excavating in the late 1800s, um, and they hit a cement-like level 153 feet underground. After drilling through, they found a small piece of parchment. One theory suggests that this parchment may originate from a collection of Shakespeare's lost manuscripts <laughs> hidden away. Decades later, the Laginas, the guys from the TV show, Rick and Marty, yep, uh, discovered small pieces of parchment with leather binding in the H8, which I assume is just Ugh, part of theirs. Well, I'm sure if they're being semi like academic about it they probably have a grid system oh that's happening. fair um i just want them to have fancy names uh could these be further pieces of shakespeare's lost manuscripts um if it if that's true that's kind of sad because they're like destroyed yeah we'll but it'd also know. be interesting because then if if they did find them then we'd have at least pieces of them, and therefore evidence. Yeah. Is Sir Bacon... Sir Bacon? Mr. Shakespeare? Sir Bacon? We don't know. Bacon. It's are fun. You, you are got, you quite gotta, done? You, you, you gotta say it that way. Do it. No. Do it. No. Do it. I refuse. <laughs> She's so mad at me, you guys. <laughs> are you ready for more theories? I am! Great. The discovery of Masonic markings, symbols, and artifacts from around and within the money pit have given rise to the theory that it is in fact a Masonic secret vault created by the Freemasons. The religious military order, known as the Knights Templar, amassed a great treasure said to contain the Holy Grail and the Ark of the Covenant. With Templar symbolism discovered on the island, including a Christian cross formation of rocks, there are some that believe Oak Island became the final resting place of the Templar treasure, which is silly because we all know that it's in Philadelphia underneath a church (laughs) in our favorite historically accurate film, National Treasure. (laughs) But... They have found, here's a little bit more about the evidence um, surrounding the Templars that they have found. So in 18, nope, in 1981, Fred Nolan, an Oak Island resident and treasure hunter, which how could you not be a treasure hunter right. if you lived on this island? You ha- it, it'd be like, all right, so the census says everyone who lives here everyone. is a treasure hunter? Great. There's like one person who runs a diner that's like, this is stupid, but people gotta eat. Yep. Uh, but, 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 he discovered five large boulders that formed a huge symmetrical cross. Okay. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a coincidence, right? However, another boulder was found at the center of the cross with a human face and sword image. Ooh. Traits synonymous with Templar tombs. Now known as Nolan's Cross, these b- boulders might be evidence that an Atlantic fleet of Templars went to Oak Island and possibly buried some treasure. That's really cool. Do we have, like, pictures of that? No? Okay. Never mind. They didn't give me any. Okay. And I didn't go looking for these specific. I have pictures of other things. Okay. Uh, A coin was found by the Laginas near the money pit, embedded with a Templar cross. Throughout the medieval period, the Templars amassed huge wealth, stored in fortresses across Europe. For the team, this coin was proof that some of that wealth was buried on the island. Another thing that they found. 
a, a lead cross was discovered near Smith's Cove. So a little further away from the money. Yeah. The team then went, and I will say, caveat, this one is a bit of a stretch for me, but we'll okay. get into it. So the team then went to Dom Prison in France, where Templar knights were once imprisoned. Okay. Religious carvings scattered across the walls, including markings of the Virgin Mary, Jesus, and they also found a cross almost identical to the piece found on the island. And I'm like, guys, this is a stretch for me because it's not like Christian iconography is like a little small historical footnote that's like really niche, you know, like not hard I'm to make sure a cross out of rocks. I'm well, this one is a lead cross, like still not hard to make a cross out of anything. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, I don't really know. And then finally, a crossbow bolt was found in lot 26 on the southwest shore. After close examination, the team identified it as medieval, dating it as far back as to the 13th century with Templar origin. Ooh, that's cool. So, maybe it was them. <gasps> then we have another, which I kind of like this one, which I don't know how feasible it is, but it sounds cool. One theory suggests that the money pit is actually a Viking ship. Ooh. sucked in by the quicksand-like surfaces on Oak Island and turned vertical during the sinking process. The wooden planks, separated at regular intervals in the pit, would then be explained as backrests for the rowers. Okay. So if you think, like, a yeah, ship yeah, yeah. has ribs, but then take a ship and, like, put it nose down and then cover everything with dirt. Yeah. Um, That's interesting. A similar theory is that a ship became grounded, and in an attempt to remove evidence of its presence, it was destroyed. The History Channel team made this link when they discovered a ship brace at the swamp that had been under significant stress with signs of being burnt in a fire. After speaking to a blacksmith, which I don't understand why the blacksmith is the authority on this, but okay, maybe they explained it in the show, uh, they were told such an event would likely have... Would most likely have happened in the 18th century. Maybe he's, like, knowledgeable about, like, anchors and stuff. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. I like the Viking thing better. I do, too. It's cool. I don't know how that would work, like, with the geography, but I really like it. Yeah. All right. And then we have another theory. Okay. The William Phipps theory. Phipps. I think. P-H-I-P-S. I'm saying. Phipps. Phipps. It's proposed. Phipps. <laughs> Sorry. It's proposed by a researcher named Hammerson Peters, which I tried to make a Thor joke there, like. Hammerson. Yeah, like son of the hammer of Thor. Peter. Yeah. Um. <laughs> William Phipps was a successful 17th century explorer, which we've said this before, but how fun is it that explorer was just a job title? Yeah. How fun. Um, but the English monarchy um, funded his expeditions. So, in 1685, King James II takes the throne in England. Okay. He's a Catholic. Yep. People don't like him. That makes sense. The majority, the Protestant majority, wants to overthrow him. Yep. So a Protestant expat convinces King William III of the Netherlands, who was a Protestant also, to join forces with these English to overthrow King James II. All King William III needed was money to fund the war. And then here's a little quote from probably the most Unlikely source, but they had an article about it, so uh, Men's Health Magazine. Here we go. In a previous expedition funded by English aristocrats, Phipps found a Spanish shipwreck loaded with treasure. Ooh. He and his crew recovered about $4 million in today's currency on their, on their first loot of the wreck. Upon his return to England, the rogue Protestants convinced Phipps to go back with an increased crew from Holland and gain more treasure to fund the invasion. 
after all, Phipps had his own problems with King James II, who wouldn't let Massachusetts self-govern, even after Phipps gifted him with boatloads of treasure. After looting the wrecked ship a second time, the crew from Holland sailed back to the Netherlands with silver coins to fund the invasion, which was successful in overthrowing King James II in 1688. But Phipps and his crew went to hide the rest of the treasure for safekeeping on Oak Island. There, his crew dug the infamous Money Pit. Theory has it that while digging, an underground cavern gave way, flooding the pit with water and leaving the treasure in a precarious and unretrievable state. Rut-row. End quote. Rut-row. Which is so, like, frustrating because it might be right there, but we can't get it without just, like, I don't know, destroying the whole island. And then, for the most boring of theories. Okay. It's just a sinkhole. Oh, that is a boring theory. But why, why, if it's just a sinkhole, is there scaffolding inside? And coconut fibers! The coconuts! I don't know. But at least one sinkhole was uncovered on Oak Island, as well as many others on the nearby mainland. The soft ground in a sinkhole would give the impression that it, it had been dug up before. So maybe... This is not saying, like, nothing ever happened, but it's like, nothing's been booby-trapped. It's just the it's just geography of the that island. That it sunk naturally. and That I believe. Like, maybe it had been constructed for mining or some other purpose. Oh, yeah. I mean, I could kind of see that. I don't really know why they would feel the need to put a flagstone over top of it. Well, if it's a sinkhole, maybe they're trying to be like, don't build anything here. I don't know. I don't know. There are even more theories beyond what I've shared today, ranging from a tar kiln. What's that? You'll have to check the show notes, Emma. Oh, okay. A tar kiln. Sorry. (laughs) Literally, let me finish a sentence for once in my life. I can't. I have too many questions. I need a water gun, like my second grade teacher. A tar kiln. It could be a revolutionary war hideout. It could be a place where Britain stashed their Cuban treasure trove. Whoa. There's all these theories. Check out the show notes. Okay. And then here's the second half of this, which is just some other artifacts that have been uncovered that are not necessarily tied to a particular theory, but things that they found on this History Channel show. Uh, In Lot 21, they found two iron objects on the western end of the island. These were later specified as swages, a type of blacksmith tool, and are dated as far back as the 14th century. Oh, that's cool. The team saw this equipment as evidence of intense mining operations on the island. Okay, so then the scaffolding for mining might make sense. Yes, they didn't say what they're mining, but... That's a good question. I don't know. As a result of damming and draining at Smith's Cove, a U-shaped wooden formation was unearthed. Closer inspection revealed Roman numerals. As a result of tree ring testing, the structure was dated to 1769, Mm. 25 years before the Money Pit discovery, (gasps) with the team speculating that this could have been part of the original treasure shaft. (laughs) <laughs> and then, are you ready? Yep. We're going to go old school with yep. an actual treasure map. Ah! The brothers from this show. Rick and Morty. Yep. Uh, were shown a, a 14th century old map of the island, which pointed to a hatch on the western side. The team visited the area and, lo and behold, discovered a square-shaped hatch. <gasps> Maybe a back entrance to the money pit? We don't know. They didn't go in? I haven't watched the show, Emma. Oh, that's fair. Well, (laughs) I don't know. I am telling you all that I can. Okay. And then, perhaps one of the most significant and disputed finds is that of the, quote, 90-foot stone. So we mentioned this earlier. Oh, yeah. It was discovered at the depth of 90 feet back in 1804. 
It's about two to three feet long and some 12 to 16 inches wide. The stone resembles dark Swedish granite with an olive tinge, and it resembles no rock native to the area. Ooh. And as we mentioned before, one of the proposed translations of the symbols is 40 feet below, 2 million pounds are buried. (laughs) Which is very convenient. Right? Other researchers have suggested that the symbols are meant to be translated into French, therefore making it another marker of the presence of the Knights Templar. Oh. But, Emma, we cannot analyze it further because the stone has not been seen since the early 1900s. Who took it? Give it back! We don't know. Maybe we lost it. Oh, that's fair. Maybe they were like, we figured it out. Two million pounds. Got it. Toss it. That's so silly. Yeah. And then I lose, I love this little quote from the History Channel. Whatever the treasure's origin, the story of how it came to the island and was concealed there remains shrouded in secrecy. In the centuries since, it's been hard to separate fact from myth since most of the island's treasure hunting, quote, history, unquote, has been perpetuated largely through hearsay and speculation, not to mention the likelihood of treasure seekers spreading disinformation to throw others off the scent. Oh. Which I hadn't even thought about. No, me neither. But they could just be like, yeah. Keeping this close to my chest and I'm going to give you some faulty information. Trust no one. Where is the hidden immunity idol? I don't know. (laughs) It's in my pocket. I have it. (laughs) <laughs> is it really that small the immunity idol on survivor most of the time oh i didn't know that it's like a necklace i thought it was like uh what was that game show on nickelodeon legends where, of the hidden temple yes where it was like that gigantic monkey that they had to put together i never watched the show but apparently they're bringing it back with adults yay which is cool uh, but no Sometimes on Survivor, there were a couple seasons where they made it, they, like, mixed it up. Like, Survivor China, there was, uh, at the entrance to each tribe's camp, there was, like, a little wooden, like, gateway sort of thing so, to be, like, reminiscent of Chinese, oh, like, yeah. culture. Okay. Okay. Um, or, like, architecture. But there were these wooden square panels, and, like, those were the immunity idol. But Whoa. you had to, like, you had to, to be brave enough and, like, to have the, the thought to, like, get it in front of your tribe, or, like, anyway, it was a big moment in the fandom. But anyway, in 2010, a final treasure hunt was initiated, but they found nothing, and the government passed the Oak Island Act, banning all commercial (gasps) treasure hunting on the island. However, in 2011, a new Oak Island Treasure Act invited the hunt to continue with permission granted from the Minister of Natural Resources. So you just have to file some okay. paperwork now. And also the History Channel brothers, like, they own a large portion of the island. And this is, they. I mean, they've made eight seasons of the show. Yeah. Um, and then, kind of going back earlier, we mentioned, to date... Six men have died looking for the treasure. Mm. Although this curse looms over the Lagina brothers, it's clear they consider safety to be paramount as they investigate. Which I just, which just made me laugh that they made the point to like say that in an article. They were like talking about the new season and it was like, yeah, according to such and such local legend, there's a curse and, you know, it does hang over their heads, but... They consider safety to be important. You know, they probably have they're like not gonna, SAG rules or whatever. They're not going to sacrifice one of their workers to be like, this is the last body that the, the money pit needs, and then we will like, have it all. His harness is, like, snapping, and they, like, grab his hand, and it's, like, Scar and Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> like, we need just one more. Don't do it, Morty. Morty <laughs> His name's Marty. Sorry, Marty. No, it's so much better as Morty. Sorry, man. Your brother's name is Rick. Rick. But yeah, that's the story, the mystery of the Oak Island money pit. Maybe the show will finally find something. We don't know. (laughs) I guess stay tuned. We're just going to have to watch a few episodes of it now. 
I suppose so. Because I, I, mostly I want to know, like, for some of the stuff that they've found, like, have they been in the same pits? Have they been in the, like, tunnels that they've found or, like, whatever? But yeah. I don't know. I want to know. Yeah. But I also feel like I don't want to watch the whole thing because I feel like it'd be slow. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> you all right, man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just finished. Yeah. I will say that I thought about staying in creepy land this week. Mm. I looked into several disappearances and <gasps> unsolved crimes. Creams. But then I just wasn't feeling it. But maybe in the future. Because I, I opened a bunch of sources and then I was like, I don't feel like talking about this today. No. I say absolutely only ever do the research that you want to do, not force yourself into doing stuff. Well, there's always a degree of forcing myself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but that is the procrastination, not the desire. <laughs> I have the same issue, don't worry. I took a nap this morning instead of doing my research. But I got it done. Adulting, my friend. Adulting. Woo! It's it's something we all have to do, and it sucks. Wow. We're Sorry. so uplifting. We really are. I don't know what it is about, like, I think, honestly, it's because I have blocked off these windows. <laughs> yeah, we're just sitting in a very, like, yellow, artificial light room. Yeah. We it's need... really warm because we can't have the fan it's so on. so warm. Well, but... anyway, um, friends, remember to drink water. Please do. Uh, remember to follow, rate, review, subscribe, all Please. that jazz. Please. Let us know. Maybe I'll do a poll on our story of, like, what do you tend to prefer? Do you prefer the episodes where Emma makes me cry? <laughs> do you prefer my, like, history nerd episodes? We won't be offended. We just... No. I'm curious to I know. am, too. Tell me what you like. <laughs> if you have any suggestions for episodes that you want us to do, tell us those, too. I will say, I almost did one today that someone has suggested to us. Oh. So maybe in the future. Soon. 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 I didn't like that. That was weird. I'm sorry. You're not. <laughs> I am, though. I didn't mean to do that and scare you. I meant, anyway. tired man i'm done we love you remember <laughs> this podcast doesn't exist well done Thanks. let's get food okay <laughs>